Next on BYU Sports Nation, slow down, Turbo. Big 12 expansion hits the brakes after rumors went 0-60 to 60 in 4.9 seconds. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. Will the Big 12 expand and win? Plus, how healthy is Taysom Hill? David Nixon weighs in. Taysom's got a new jersey number, and what's the chance BYU baseball wins a West Coast Conference championship after another close loss? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Oh, hey, is this thing on? <coughs> okay, are we, are we good to go? <laughs> BYU Sports Station live button. in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, May 13th. That is right. What? Friday the 13th. Uh Uh-oh. Wherever and however you have chosen to dial in. You chose us. It's wonderful to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan, our cheesy 80s horror film critic. No, I'm not a huge fan of scary movies. I don't really watch them. You don't watch any scary movies? Not really. I don't like them. What about suspenses? Oh, like psychological thrillers? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Just saw 10 Cloverfield Lane like two weeks ago. That was really good. And it wasn't scary? Well, like a like a horror film and a scary movie is different than a psychological thriller. So like... But not like... Ter- okay, this is to me, this is like a horror scary movie. Someone's, someone's pulling a toothbrush out of the, uh, you know, like they open up their uh, mirror in their bathroom. And, they, and then they put it back and someone's behind them. <laughs> like, ah! Like that. Like to me, I'm like, no, I don't need that. You don't. You don't like that. I don't need that. Is the sixth it, plus sense? Plus, it's cheesy too. Is the sixth sense a psychological thriller, thriller or a, a scary movie? I don't know. Like I saw the ring. Whoa! Right. <laughs> the, the girl comes out of the television. Spoiler. Uh, 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 that was it. You were, done. You were out after that. No more scary movies. Frozen in fear. Soil, soiled my undies. Did you know that that? <laughs> did you know that, that that movie came from a Japanese movie called Ringu? Why would I know that? Because you're our eighties. Oh yeah, Ringu. Movie That's right. Yeah, critic. everybody knows that. I thought oh. it went Seven Samurai. Does, Ringu. Does anybody? And then that. Does anybody remember the movie Watcher in the Woods? When I was a little kid, if you remember that movie, I hated that movie. It freaked me out. Cipher in the Snow. No, no, that's Watcher, very that's very different. Watcher in the woods, man. Going back, somebody knows Watcher in the woods. Somebody well, send Jerem a clip from Watcher in the woods. It's funny because there's literally three people in the studio with us, and they don't talk. You know, they'll like talk to the director. They're doing stuff, so it's a rhetorical question. So the only way you can get a response is through Twitter. Yeah, that's not a rhetorical question if we're asking everybody across BYU Sports Nation. But it's like we can't hear any of you physically. So it's a fu- it's a funny uh, relationship. Yes, like yes. you see us, we don't see you. While you find a watcher in <laughs> the woods clip for Jerem, that's scary. <laughs> Let's get to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Oklahoma President David Boren gave his latest thoughts on Big Twelve expansion, saying, "Quote: I think we kind of got ahead of ourselves. Somehow the speculation got out ahead of what the reality on the ground is. So essentially, he said, slow." Down. I've been saying that for a while. Via ESPN Big 12 <laughs> reporter Jake Trotter, who joined us earlier this week, he tweeted out, Boren says he's received materials from 25 schools regarding expansion. 
quoting him, there's a lot of interest in this conference. You think? 25 schools, man. Which brings us to the Twitter question. What would you include in your unofficial BYU to the Big 12 care package to David Boren? <laughs> uh, some ideas I've got, and we'll get to some of your tweets coming up. A cougar tail maple bar, uh, the BYU TV app, uh, the Heisman, and then the 2009 and 1994 uh, game films from BYU beating Oklahoma. That's what I would submit. You think that, that would do a good thing for us? You're like, street cred, homie. Oh, remember how we beat your school? Yeah, John Walsh. I broke my collarbone Twice. that day, December 30th, 1994. I remember that. David Bourne only needs one things. Or one thing. One things. He needs blue goggles. Lincoln Park? One thing. He needs blue goggles. He needs blue goggles? Yes. Then he sees how he awesome sees it would be to in the Big 12. why BYU needs to be in the Big 12. Yeah. Okay. After that's that. pretty fair. It doesn't matter. It's all trivial. Blue goggles, number one item in that care package. Hey, did you hear Taysom Hill announced on Twitter he is changing his name to, uh, name, his number <laughs> to seven <laughs> this year in honor of his brother Dexter, who passed away earlier this spring. I think this is cool. In fact, I've had a number seven jersey in my office, um, and it's at, I've owned this since I was a senior in high school. I don't know why I bought this at the time, but I'm going to wear it on the show today. No one's ever worn a Kevin oh, Federick what is jersey. Up? Mountain West Conference logo yeah. on all Motor Kevin, City Bowl. Kevin Federick, eat your heart out. So dreamy. So here we are. Yeah, I, yeah, I need some pads slash muscles on this thing. So here we go. Number seven. This is for, this is for Taysom. You know who you look like right now? You look like Chris Hale, who caught that touchdown pass. That was the shining moment from Chris. Kevin Federick in the 99 yeah. season. Listen, on a serious note, that's very cool. His bro- uh, Taysom Hill's brother passed away, Dexter, who played college football, um, and he's going to honor him this year. I-, I think that's cool. So there was always some mix-up with Fred Warner, right? Like in the BYU story, you could buy a number four jersey. That was kind of like Fred Warner and Taysom Hill. Now Bo Hodge has the number seven as well. It doesn't matter that they have the same number, by the way, because they're never on the field at the same time. Meanwhile, employees in Nike are scrambling frantically to print number seven BYU jerseys <laughs> to get some seven to get them yeah. out to the masses. Meanwhile, Bo Hodge is like, "Awesome! I've got. I'm going to get my jersey out there too." BYU baseball lost to San Francisco in the ninth inning, six to five Ooh. yesterday. Game two of the series tonight, six Eastern. Listen live on BYU Radio. Riley Gates getting the start for BYU. This is not a loss for Mike Rucker, by the way, because he left when BYU had the lead, and then the Cougars. Gave up two runs in the ninth, unfortunately. So magic number still four, five games to go, two games back uh, of St. Mary's. More on that coming up. And softball plays at San Diego tonight, 9 Eastern time on the W.TV. If BYU wins the series, they win the West Coast Conference title and the auto berth to the NCAA tournament. The selection show is Sunday night, 10 Eastern on ESPNU, by the way. All they do is get into the NCAA tournament and win conference championships. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Break check on Big 12 expansion. The University of Oklahoma held a Board of Regents meeting yesterday, and shockingly, Big 12 expansion was on topic. Yeah. Let's go live to our Big 12 expansion correspondent, Ben Bagley, for the latest from our Big 12 Update Center, Ben. Decision 2016. A Big 12 expansion update on BYU Sports Nation. Spencer and Jerem, David Bourne spoke to the media for over an hour yesterday. Nothing has changed. The Big 12 has not expanded. Back to studio. Wait, that's all you have? <laughs> that's all you have? This is my kind of Big 12 news. <laughs> 
Nothing's changed. <laughs> no action taken. Thank you for that report, Ben. Thank Very you. insightful. Thank you? Question mark? As we just heard, <laughs> Oklahoma President David Bourne spent over an hour meeting with members of the media following that meeting, and reve- he did reveal some things. He spent an hour? That's like the longest press conference for a relevant topic, let alone just Big 12 expansion talk. An hour? He loves the camera. Wait, Big 12 expansion isn't a relevant topic? No, compared to a new head coach, compared to an hour about something that's not even happening? The questions were apparently flowing wow. for David Boren. He did reveal this first. He feels strongly the Big 12 needs a television network first before conference expansion can even happen. Oh, boy. This means they're not going to expand for a, a little while. They're not, they're not going to expand this year, in my opinion, based on that piece of information. Listen, make a conference network... Get it all on all the satellite and cable providers. It's super easy. Just ask the Pac-12 network. Just ask the Longhorn network in your own <laughs> conference. Just ask the ACC. They do not have a network. They have 14 teams. They have a bigger brand nationally, I think, as a conference. Debatable, but they produced more national champions of late, right? So that it's tough to get a TV network and the distribution that you need. I'm wearing a Mountain West logo. We know that very much. In fact, it took BYU Independent. That very fact, distribution on a TV network. Now, the second thing deals with money, to nobody's surprise, and a lot of it, which takes us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Texas gets $15 million a year from the Longhorn Network. $15 million? Holy shnikes. David Boren explained that they're going to have to make that up for Texas for them to, to have any shot at getting a TV network, let alone expansion. And the other day, Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman was on the show and do- told us just how long Texas will get $15 million a year. Texas has the Longhorn Network. Texas has uh, a $15 million payday from ESPN and gets its own network, and that's going to go another 14, 15 years. 14 or 15 years? What's 15 times 15? 225? 225 I've never met million anyone, by dollars? The, like a, like, not like a super smart math person um, besides Spencer that can do math <laughs> like that on the air. We'll be like, what's 68 points the last four games? How much is that? He'll be like, I don't know what that number 17. is. 17. 17.3? <laughs> and we'll be like, 17.4? What the heck? It's crazy. Oh... Why'd you choose broadcasting? Simple math. Man. Well, <laughs> statistics are heavily involved in sports, right? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Simple math is good for me. I don't need anything more than that. But the point is, Texas and that name brand, good grief, $15 million per year for 14 or 15 more years? Wow. The Big 12 agreed to the Longhorn Network package. Okay? Keep that in the back of your mind. Probably bullied into it to some degree. And now it is coming back to bite them pretty significantly. Well, bite teams that want expansion. And, and if, Correct. And if they deem that they need a TV network first and they're going to have to make up that number, I don't see the Longhorn Network going away because ESPN's involved. Where ESPN is involved, there is strength. It's going to be tough to offset that. In fact, they can't. How, how do they do it? How do they, how do, they do it? Why, why would Texas say, yeah, we're cool with getting rid of the Longhorn Network? Why would they say no to that? Goodness. I, I have no answer to that. It's going to take some time for sure, and via at Jake Trotter, he said this, Boren says he'd ideally like to see a vote on expansion 
and network by the end of the year, a timeline echoed by others. So now it's no longer by Labor Day, which some people thought initially. It's now by the end of 2016, where he's hoping to have a vote. If TV, if they need a TV network, the Big 12, before they expand, it is not happening for a while. And by a while, I mean this could be as far out as 2020. But if the Big 12 decides, okay, we don't need the TV network, but we can expand. In fact, maybe expanding helps with the TV network. That's my opinion. You get to 12 or 14, maybe even 16 if they're progressive and crazy. Be the first to get to 16 because that's where it's going, apparently. Then you've got something there. Otherwise, I don't see expansion happening for a while. If the TV network is going to be the thing that they need first. Here's another thing that might slow things down. And this is the third point I'd like to bring up from David Bourne's comments yesterday. Via at Dennis Dodd of CBS. Bourne with the biggest bomb of the day. Asked voting ratio to expand, etc.? Quote, in practicality, I think it means everybody. Oh, it's A unanimous not, vote. It's not happening. Big 12 expansion, if that's the case, isn't happening for a while. Like, it's not right now, so don't get your hopes up. And like I've been saying, tell me when there's action. There's not going to be action on this. Now, what's interesting about this is Jake Trotter joined BYU Sports Nation not too long ago. This week. And given what he said and what we learned yesterday... It's kind of just a big jumbled mess. When's the vote going to happen? Here's Jake Trotter. This is the closest the Big 12 has been to expansion since 2011 when they brought in TCU in West Virginia. Now, I don't know if you're gonna, what percentage that is, uh, but I do think there's a vote coming. When is the vote coming? Hopefully by the end of the year, according to David Boren. And it's not going to be unanimous. It's not going to be unanimous. They have to figure out the TV situation with Texas, it sounds like. By the way, someone just tweeted in that Bo Hodge was signing autographs as number four yesterday at uh, the Fan Fest. Oh, did he switch straight up? So, with so Taysom maybe Hill? they just switched straight up. How about that? Side note Squirrel. Squirrel! You know what <laughs> the reality of all this is? We're closer to the season opener than we are to any announcement of Big 12 expansion. Countdown to the Wildcats! 113! Wait, 113? On Friday, May 13th? Are you serious? What is this? Apollo 13? It, they, it was a, a 13 that flew out at 13-13 military time? What? Yeah, this show's already gotten really weird, so I guess we shouldn't be that I love when it surprised. gets weird. I'm honestly more comfortable when it's weird. <laughs> When I'm wearing a Kevin Federick jersey. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. What would you include in your unofficial BYU to the Big 12? Let's get to these. Care package to to David Boren. Our first tweet. Or second tweet, I should say. At Zojo Brian. Ten pairs of blue goggles. Yeah. See, I said one. Ten. So So the presidents of the Big 12 can see what a BYU invite would do. Keep the tweets coming. We've seen them on Twitter. They're great. Coming up, the West Coast Conference planning on a few more Vegas vacations, but not before former NFL and BYU linebacker David Nixon joins us. Does he eat up the Big 12 expansion talk, or is he on Team Jerem? No boss! BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. If you feel so inclined to join us on the social media circuit, use the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, baseball, game two tonight, 6 Eastern time. BYU lost in the ninth last night, 6-5 at San Francisco. 
Game two, they're back at it tonight, 6 Eastern on BYU Radio. Our Twitter question today, what would you include in your unofficial BYU to the Big 12 care package to Oklahoma President David Boren? There have been some good responses. Yeah, think carefully about this. Use the hashtag (laughs) BYUSN. Heisman! At one point, I saw a Sam Bradford doll with the head ripped off. Okay, that's that's pretty uh, excessive. Wow, it was just a it was an AC joint. Yeah, separation with, with, with a separated AC joint. It's not a Sam Bradford doll. doll. Good wow. grief! Joining us now, a man who very much enjoyed that BYU Oklahoma game. As a member of, I believe, the – where were you playing in the NFL, David Nixon, at that point? Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders, the Raiders. At, that, at that point. Uh, watching from uh, your lofty NFL position. He's uh, now at his lofty position in Studio B. Good to have you back, man. Hey, always a pleasure. You know, I, I usually do call-ins. Yeah. I feel like you guys don't like to see me in person. You don't like to see the face. So, you know, I said, decided today, I said, I, if I'm going to get on the show, I'm coming in person today. Yeah, baby. That's what Blaine's been doing. He moved down here. Uh, <laughs> Taysom Hill changed his jersey number. We'll get to that more in a minute. But what, what do you think of the Kevin Federick Motor City Bowl jersey? Um, I don't really fill it out. Yeah, I need some pads. Yeah, you need pads and muscles. That's all you need. <laughs> other, other than that, you look great. Other than that, you look great. I just want to point out that he got beat up in this uh, jersey, by the way. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, the best, not the best karma right now. but No, yeah. I don't even know why I bought this in high school. <laughs> it's a number seven jersey. It's fantastic. That's all it is, It's basically. a number seven. Who Kevin cares Federick? what game it was? It's just a number seven <laughs> BYU jersey. lost that to jersey. Marshall 20 to, three, 20 to 3. All right, David, as a Texas native... And a star on BYU's countdown to kickoff. We're going to ask you to put on your football analyst hat and talk about the Big 12 a little bit. Oklahoma President David Boren essentially pumped the brakes yesterday. What was your reaction when you heard about uh, what came out of that OU Board of Regents meeting? Well, prior to that meeting, I felt like it was full speed ahead. I mean, it was going to happen. It was almost a surety that, that they were going to expand and BYU's going to be a part of it, right? Uh, but then, yeah, yesterday you see the meeting, you see the comments that he came out that said, if we expand, who knows if there is an expansion. So definitely pumping the brakes. I think he probably maybe got his hand slapped by uh, the other, you know, the, the Board of Regents there at, at Oklahoma and probably some of the other schools. But, um, you know, hey, if, if you're a BYU fan – when you're sending David Bohr in that care package, I think you just sent him a thank you card. I'm just saying thank you for bringing up the topic. Thank you for being on BYU's side. I mean, send him some chocolates. This guy is uh, definitely you know, lobbying for, for an expansion, which I think positions BYU perfectly for getting in. And, and there's no question this is, this is the right move, and this is what all BYU fans want. But I think with, with the past of what's gone on the last few years with this expansion talk, I think a lot of BYU fans are just saying, hey, let me know when this thing's wrapped up, if there is some news. In the meantime – you know, the back and forth and, and, and Bourne getting excited and having to pump the brakes, you know, let them do their thing and, and eventually we'll find out. Where do you stand on that? Because uh, Spencer and Jason, and I'm not sure with Brian, they're in the tell me everything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And Don't then, put and me then, on par with Jason Shepard in this category. <laughs> and, and then, uh, okay, so what are you then? I'm not thriving on, what did he say? I, I'm, I'm living on my every word or so my self Good grief. I'm intrigued by it, but I'm not Jason Shepard. I'm, I'm not intrigued in any way <laughs> until there's action. Like, it's just, just Green Day. Wake me up when September. Wake me up when expansion talk ends, right? Where do you sit in this? I'm probably in the middle. Here's the thing. I actually enjoy I enjoyed the talk, right? And, and if nothing comes of it, at least, once again, national media is talking about BYU. And, and, and you see that, uh, you know, Feinbaum and, and other guys are, are saying, yeah, BYU – belongs in a big 12 they belong in a p5 and so if nothing comes of it at least once again you're getting exposure right and at the end of the day for byu it's all about getting exposure um with the end goal hopefully that exposure getting to a p5 but even if it doesn't 
good media, you know, media is good media, right? And good publicity. So you kind of accept it. And, and, and uh, so I, I'm kind of in the middle. While, while maybe nothing happens, at the same time, you're getting that nice exposure. And it's May, and it's nice to have something else to talk about. Yes. I'll be, from this, yes, from this position. When, when the, that is when, the thing. When the NBA playoffs are winding down and there's no football, not really basketball. Dog days, baby. Oh, man. This is when you got, this is when you got to grind. You dig in and you just got to grind. You just play point. a lot of golf. A ton of golf, yes, to just let your mind just ease, yes. Everybody's got to do something to pass the time, right? Have to. And and golf is a great way to do that. Absolutely. Joining us now in Studio B is David Nixon, former NFL and BYU linebacker and College Station, Texas native, Big 12 country for a while, but now it's SEC country. But you, I mean, you grew up in the Big 12, that whole dynamic does BYU fit in that conference? I think it does. For, you know, when you go back to the days when I grew up there, like you said, in the Big 12, it, it was there was no TCU, right? There's no West Virginia. So it truly was a true Big 12 conference. It was, that, it was that Oklahoma kind of up to that, that belt, right? Now they've expanded quite a bit, and I think that has allowed the, the possibility of a BYU sneaking in. I think, you know, eight, ten years ago, no. I think BYU would not have been a fit. But now with the way that, that the conference has expanded east and possibly looking to get into the markets here in the west, I think BYU is a great fit. And, and you know, I, there was mention that 25 schools, you know, showed interest in getting to the Big 12. I think BYU has to be up there in the top three of schools that are probably the most intriguing for a Big 12 to capture. Um, and, you know, I, I think they belong there. I, I think they've shown playing against Texas in the past um, and what they did there. Playing Oklahoma, as we're seeing highlights right now. I mean, they're, you know, they, they belong in the Big 12. It's just a question of convincing the rest of the presidents and the rest of the group that, uh, that they do. Yeah, they need to feel they need to do it. And, and that is not right now, as we've discovered yesterday, you know, the – how do you how do you get fifteen million bucks to Texas in revenue if you take away the Longhorn Network and whatnot? So it feels like they will expand, and it'll be a matter of time before BYU's maybe in there. I'm leaning that direction. When do you think they will expand, though? Because it doesn't seem like it will be this year, which yeah. wouldn't kick in until next year. Well, we had this talk last year, right? We, we said, hey, they, every, year. every year, really, I think you really will have it every year. And, and once again, I think it all is dictated upon. Can they get a team in that playoff consistently? If they keep getting shut out and, and they only hit the playoff one every three years or four years, I think the expansion talk will come around every single year. And as these university presidents continue to roll and, 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 and you know, the, the commissioner, there's change, change up in the commissioners, I think you'll continue to see this, this be brought up and different minds come in. And, you know, you see Texas's new AD and president – they're much different than the old president AD and, and the fact that you hear the reports of them being very receptive and they kind of listen and, and they don't really jump to conclusions quickly. And so I think as, as you know, presidents and things roll, you'll have different perspectives come in and eventually everyone will get on board. And, and like I said, you know, eventually whenever, you know, they're, they're not getting a team into the playoff, I think they realize, look, the only way is to have that, 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 that championship game for the conference and you know, hopefully that will propel one of our guys into the playoff. Not just a four to five percent better chance. Those were the words of Bob Bowlesby at one point. Jeremy was like, "Is it four or five? Which is a good question. It's more What's like ten to fifteen percent is what we have learned. So significant increase based on the forty thousand simulations. Forty thousand simulations. Uh, yes, that were compiled <laughs> by Navigate Research. Uh, it's, so, it's so nerdy. I love it. <laughs> Coming I just, from a nerd, I just think of the the scientist on The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, yes, exactly. Bart. It's that guy. <laughs> that guy did the forty thousand simulation with David Nixon in Studio B. Jerem is wearing his number seven jersey today, and we've been having some fun with that uh, throwback to Kevin Federick in the yeah, Motor City more Bowl. More me than the jersey, unfortunately, but. 
But in all seriousness, <laughs> Taysom Hill changing his, his jersey number to seven uh, to honor his brother Dexter, who recently passed away. When you first heard that, what was your reaction to number seven, Taysom Hill? Awesome. Absolutely awesome. And I don't think there's a better way you could honor your late brother than, than you know, sporting his number that he wore all throughout college and he played college football with. And I know Taysom and, and Dexter had a, had a very tight relationship, a uh, very close relationship. And so I know this is one of those ways that uh, he can step on the field every day. Because every day, even at practice, you're wearing that number on your, on your chest. It's above your locker every day when you go to your locker. So it's a number that uh, he'll be able to keep close to him. And um, I'm pumped for him. I think, I think it's a great move. And, uh, you know, I, I hope fans respect it, obviously. Um, and I think they will. But, uh, you know, I, I think it'll be something that he can use as motivation definitely throughout the season. Fred Warner is the one that benefits from this the most because now he is just the number four that isn't Taysom Hill. So now Taysom Hill's not making tackles on defense. Is that, yeah, that helps yeah. out a little bit. And in the BYU store, they have some Fred Warner stuff uh, subtly, right, as well. Yeah, maybe um, Fred paid him off a little bit. <laughs> That's stipend, yeah. Um, when, when you look at what, what B, uh, Taysom Hill brings back next year, how is his health? Because Chad Lewis said he thinks he'll be ready to rock by July, which was a surprise to us about a month ago. Yeah, you know, uh, I see Taysom pretty often, and it's one of those things where we obviously chat about it uh, quite a bit, and he's definitely progressing. I I think it's one of those things where with that foot injury, and and I've noticed it with with my other brother-in-law, Craig Bills, who also has the same injury, it's one of those things where you'll feel great one day, and you wake up the next, and it's still got some soreness in there, right? Um, But, you know, talking to Taysom, he said he could play. So He's um, Captain America, dude. And here's the thing. We've seen the past with his injuries. He comes back from them. I mean, he, he is ready by the time the season opens. And, and knowing Taysom, he will be ready. Um, you know, hopefully he's 100%, but I think, I think he'll be able to play on it. And the good thing about quarterback, while you do play on that foot when you drop back, um, you know, it's not as much as a, as a linebacker or a DB where you're the entire time you're planning on it. Um, you know, you go back to, to John Beck. I remember my sophomore year, he had two high ankle sprains. And he was still able to play on both those. And you, you take those high ankle sprains, you put them in any other position, nobody could play on them, right? But quarterback, you don't have to be as mobile. So, um, you know, I, I, think, I think he'll be ready. It's just, uh, it's just one of those tough injuries. It's, I don't think it's one where you feel better, you get better and better every day. I think there's some setbacks along the way, and it, all of it depends on, on how hard you push it. What, he, he's been such an unbelievable athlete at BYU, yet he, he's had three you know, injuries that have really changed his career. Are you – uh, afraid that he'll get hurt again in any way because I think that B- that's BYU fans th- that is their greatest fear is that we can't see Taysom Hill in a senior year full year like 2013 he's just capable of so much I'm not and I know he's not um, you can't be afraid right I mean and we talk about this as football players all the time if you're afraid of getting hurt and you step on that field you will get hurt and the second that you're playing tentatively, you're going you're gonna to get rolled up on or something's going to happen. You have to be going full speed all the time. And so I, I'm not worried. I mean, at the end of the day, you've, you've got to go out there and, and just, you know, play ball. Um, and I, I know that's his mentality as well. But in uh, the same time, you look at all those injuries, they're all freak injuries. These, these weren't, you know, pulling a hamstring or, or tearing a, a muscle. Ankle sprain. Yeah, Two of them sprain. were just like blatant impact. Just, exactly. Just, just there's been three of them. So part of me is hesitant to embrace like, hey, Taysom Mill's back, full yeet. I'm just, I'm just kind of I, scared of that. I think that yeah, I agree. I think there are a lot of people that are hesitant to get super excited, right? Because they've they've gotten excited in seasons past, and their hopes and dreams have been shattered, right? Uh, but I I think you know this year you go into it, you know that if if he does get hurt, which hopefully he doesn't, definitely um, you've got a capable backup, right? Maybe that's why the feeling is a little different mm-hmm. because Tanner Mangum is here as well. Whereas in the past it was like we don't know what Christian Stewart can do, exactly. Right? Taysom Hill is a royal blue Porsche 911 that's been in a couple of significant accidents. And he's been taken to the body shop 
<laughs> Where often he comes you're, back full you're speed. You're hesitant <laughs> in buying that car. You know what I mean? Like you, like you'll, you might buy it, but there's some hesitation. There. But, 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 the, but you know it still runs. It, yeah, it yeah. still runs. Still a high performance the, yeah. the, the engine, the engine still runs perfect. Yeah, no, let's so, go, so man. So what is Tanner Mangum? You're gonna Tanner <laughs> Mangum is a Lexus sedan with all the bells and whistles. You know, laid back, but uh, and that and that here in the next reliable. couple of years you'll put on the spoiler, <laughs> and then it's all souped up. So eventually. That's has Tanner all Mangum. the has everything you need. How do we not have a nickname for these two that is Idaho centric? By the way, I was thinking about this because we have two dudes from Idaho. Well, wasn't Taysom at one point dubbed the Potato Gun? Yeah. Okay. His <laughs> which, arm which anyway. Taters. I don't. Taters. Yeah, Taters. I think we need some name for both that is Idaho centric. I, I think the, the reason sp- there has, there's not a name is because the Spud Brothers. We don't want them to have a name about Idaho. This is. <laughs> <laughs> this hey, is, hey! I was born in Mountain Home, Idaho, man. All the, the more reason. The three of us. <laughs> <laughs> David Nixon with us in Studio B. I believe Chad Lewis used the word accoutrement, as in Taysom Hill will have his a entire accoutrement. accoutrement or full accoutrement of weapons. The biggest word ever used. Yes. I was like, wow, that is a big word. Uh, which essentially means all the bells and whistles and the trappings of, of that goes along in his game. He said by July. Like, do you really think that he'll be 100% by July uh, I don't know. I I I don't know. I mean, that's 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 a bold statement. We should have on count out the kickoff and have him make a bold statement. Um, <laughs> bold prediction. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think uh, you know. Like I said, I, I see him pretty often. We golf quite a bit together. Um, he's moving on it fine. It's just a question of can he continue to get better in the sense that hopefully there's no setbacks. If there's a setback, July could be a tough date to hit. I think he'll definitely be ready by the opener. Um, and that's all that matters. And that and that's definitely all that matters. And you know, getting him there during. Uh, fall ball, uh, you know, getting the, during the, the, the practices two days is important so he can get, you know, in the, especially with the new system uh, with his receivers being out there throwing with him. But at the end of the day, like you said, the, you know, having ready for, for the, the kickoff is, is against Arizona is, is the main issue at the hand. So. Could you have tackled him in the open field in your prime? 100%. <laughs> I, I, I would have taken him all day long. And, he, and, I, and I let him know that every time I see him. <laughs> Who, and, and finally, who's a better uh, golfer? Between me and Taysom? Yeah. Well, when he gives me like 15 strokes, I'm a better golfer. golfer. I'm a better golfer. There you go. Yeah. That dude can play. He can. Quarterbacks, they can always play golf. That's crazy. See, and that's what we talk about. The quarterbacks, their throwing motion translates directly into the golf game. Linebackers are hitting motion. Actually translates to the golf game, but nice slices is kind of what happens. So hey, you, you know. can hit the ball far. I've played yeah. golf for you before. You can hit it far, just, just not straight, which who cares, right? That's my motto. <laughs> David, good luck uh, in your next round of golf. Uh, hit them well, and we appreciate the time, man. Yeah, always a pleasure, guys. Thanks. Our Twitter question today, what would you include in your unofficial BYU to the Big 12 care package to David Bourne, the president at Oklahoma? At It's a Faux Hammer. Six million TV viewers, third largest stadium in the Big 12, Juddy face, a bad cat mustache, and a Big 12 sticker on Utah County. <laughs> Those are good. What's the chance BYU basketball wins a title at the Orleans in the next three years? We discuss next. BYU Sports Station continues live on BYU TV and BYU Radio in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Hey, follow us on social media for behind the scenes uh, as well as updated content throughout the day. At BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, BYUSN on Snapchat. So, uh, did you know, Jerem, that 150 years ago, Charles Elmer Hires invented root beer? 
the sesquicentennial of the invention of root beer. What a what a great day on wait, on May sixteenth or thirteenth? It was May sixteenth. But oh. it's it's oh, okay. close enough, right? <laughs> okay. It's close enough. By the way, why don't thanks, we wait till Monday? I don't know. Talk about that. Oh, I had to work in sesquicentennial somehow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, why? What's the next thing? I was challenged. I was challenged to work in sesquicentennial. Oh, okay. By one of the important people in this building. And uh, so, now, so it was Michael. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the funny. Here's here's the funny Nailed story. It. Here's the funny story about this. So he said, "Strike that." I meant sesquipedalian. I don't know how oh. to work that in. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What is that? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, now, he's, now he's got a message you again. Hey, by the way, thanks to uh, the people that sent in the Watcher in the Woods trailer, I was just effectively we just watch, yeah, creeped we watched out again. Break. The grandma lady in that movie always freaks me out. It's Betty Davis. She, she freaks me out. <laughs> Were you not creeped out? I saw it when I was like five. Yeah, that's why I don't watch these movies. I don't need excessive amounts of creep. Stay 50 feet away. I know that BYU Sports Nation tweeted it out, but at Holiday BYU sent it to me as well. And uh, at, he also said that the whole movie apparently is on YouTube. That's when you know it stinks. (laughs) When the whole movie's for free on YouTube, it stinks. (laughs) 1980 classic, Watcher in the Woods. Uh, Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. (laughs) Get to something else, please. (laughs) <laughs> Oklahoma President David Boren gave his latest thoughts on Big 12 expansion, saying, quote, I think we kind of got ahead of ourselves. Somehow the speculation got out ahead of what the reality on the ground is. It could be used in so many contexts. So, yeah, essentially he's just saying slow down. Slow down. This via ESPN Big 12 reporter Jake Trotter from that conference. Boren says he's received materials from 25 schools regarding expansion Quote, there's a lot of interest in this conference. I believe that among those 25 were the University of Phoenix, uh, Stevens Hanniger, Mm -hmm. Dallas Roberts Hair School. Southern Virginia. And Southern Virginia. Yeah. (laughs) I think those were four of the top 25. Yeah. (laughs) If you missed it, Taysom Hill announced he is changing his number to seven this year in honor of his brother Dexter, who passed away earlier this spring. I am wearing a Kevin Federick Motor City Bowl game-worn jersey in the honor of number seven. That's a really cool story. Like I'm, ex- I'm that much more excited about Taysom Hill coming back just because there's and, so and, much and significance a, involved. Yeah, and it's kind of a different year for him. So the number seven kind of separates this season from all the other seasons. BYU baseball lost to San Francisco in the ninth inning, 6-5 to five yesterday. Game two of the series tonight, 6 Eastern on BYU Radio. BYU will have to win on Friday and Saturday if they want to win a critical West Coast Conference weekend series. Riley Gates gets the starting nod as the pitcher. And softball plays at San Diego tonight, 9 Eastern time on the W.TV. They have three regular season games left. If BYU wins the series, they win the WCC and go to the NCAA tournament. And the selection show is Sunday night, ESPNU, it's 10 happen. Eastern. It's going to happen. We gave Gordy Bravo's BYU Sports Nation karma, dude. Like it's gonna happen. It's over. They're gonna win the West Coast Conference. Okay. I'm so telling you. Let's do it. Mark it down. Bold cause prediction. Because I don't know that the WCC is a two bid league. Bold, so they they need to win it. Bold prediction that the team that's won seven conference championships in a row and has gone to the NCAA tournament eleven years in a row will extend those streaks. It's crazy bold, man. <laughs> Our Twitter question today, what would you include in your unofficial BYU to the Big 12 care package to David Boren at Kugbaka said, 1984 National Championship Trophy, a 1990 Heisman, the 2001 Doak Walker Award, statistics of BYU's worldwide following, and some homemade cookies. Yeah, there's always something that's essentially very uh, Mormon thrown into this. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. No, I know, I know. It's just part of the deal. 
It's just part of the deal. I it said send a cougar is. tail. That's very BYU. What's the chance we could, we could get some homemade cookies on set before the show ends? Mm, it's not going to Okay. Well, we should play What's the Chance? BYU Sports Nation asks, What's the Chance? It's time to whip out the percentages, and we get very specific, notably Jerem during this, and play What's the Chance? Number one. A WCC regular season championship. All right, Jeremy, what's the chance? To do with BYU yeah, baseball? What's the chance BYU baseball wins a West Coast Conference regular season championship? Thirty-eight percent. They're two games back with five to go of St. Mary's, half a game behind Gonzaga. I don't really think it matters whether they win the regular season title. I think it'd be nice, but it doesn't matter. What matters is winning the tournament. Auto bid. As long as you're in the four teams, there you got a shot. Now, granted, BYU's had some. Trouble, uh, you know, with injuries to the pitchers. That's gonna be. It's tough to win a tournament where essentially you need to win three or four games in a three-day span. So uh, warm that right arm up, Michael Rucker, like that play sixty kid. Yeah. So <laughs> my your mom's favorite player? Yeah. Stare yeah. down Cam Newton while you're doing it. <laughs> I think it's twenty-five percent. Ooh, even less. Yeah. yeah. I, it's. It, I don't want to be low guy, but okay. The way that the statistics play out, a two-game trailing by two games of five to play. I mean, just the odds alone are, are not great. BYU probably will have to win the last five games that they play to have any shot. Because St. So, Mary's plays the last three with Portland, yeah, and they should win ter- all three of them. Portland's those. not a good team. Pepperdine, so, the other three. Really, we're saying, what's the chance BYU wins their last five in a row and St. Mary's drops to, like, 25%. I feel 25% might, might be too high. I changed mine to 24.9, just on the <laughs> lowest. One dollar. <laughs> Number two. What's the chance BYU baseball makes the NCAA regional for the first time in 14 years? I'm so mixed on this one because I'm not sure if BYU is an at-large team in baseball. I think that they've had a good resume, but it's kind of it's they the start they had was unbelievable and they've come back to earth quite a bit due to injury. Um, due to increased level of play, I think in the conference there are some good teams in the WCC. I think it is a multi-bid league, and I hope that BYU is one of those teams. So my answer is going to be 37.6%. Wow, that low. I give them a third. Well, it depends. They're injured. WCC tournament. Like, if BYU doesn't win the tournament, and they're like the third-place team going in, that, that's trouble to For me. For 12 weeks in a row, they have been projected by D1Baseball.com. One projection. That's the projection in college baseball. RPI. I mean, they're like Joe Lenardi. I know. I have a hard. They're like Joe Lenardi of BY of baseball bracketology. I don't put all my eggs in one single basket. To me, that's the one bracketology basket. But not just barely getting in either. As in, like a they are at one point they were a one seed. They've dropped down to a three seed yeah, line. It's but there been are, very different there since are, that moment. There are four seeds in each regional. I just I say one hundred percent BYU wow. baseball makes a, an NCAA regional. And if they don't, their resume. Then I'm wrong. Then you but shave then, your then head. Then I'm wrong. No, I'm not shaving my head. But then, then I'm wrong. But their resume is such, and it has been for th- essentially three months now, that they are an NCAA tournament team. So Resume changes as you go. I get that, and it has changed, but even with their struggles, they're still a projected team. They have a good RPI, and they're still a three seed. The next they're not two showing- weeks, the next three weeks, will, I'm not will seeing count for a lot. Anything. I'm not seeing anything that would make me think BYU is not good enough to be an at-large team. I, w- I want them to be in there so bad because it's been since 2002. They haven't made it regional. 2002? Seriously? Number three. 
What's the chance the Big 12 expands or announces intent to expand before the end of the year? Zero percent. It's not going to happen. If, they, if the Big 12 has deemed, based on David Bourne's comments yesterday, and who knows, they go this way and they go that way with every wind of rumor, right, that TV is going to be what matters the most in this, they're not going to get anything done and they won't expand this year. Zero percent. Lock it up. I'm That's kinda- my stone-cold, hard... Uh, pick of the week. I'm kind of going to go in between here because the speculation went crazy, and now David Boren has pumped the brakes. I think that the Big 12 will make a decision on whether to expand or not before the end of the year. I think that they will be able to come to a consensus that if a network is a doable thing, like we'll know yes or no we're expanding. We won't know who the teams are, but I think that they will know if there is going to be expansion by the end of the year. So what's your percentage on that question? So I say 100% they expand this year. One, expanding Answer that question. Uh no. 0%. But the decision to expand, I don't know how do, how do you phrase that? Like if I say they're they make a decision to expand, does that mean they're expanding? Again, there's a whole lot of nothing. Tell me who the teams are. Exactly. I don't think we'll know the teams, but I think the decision to expand Yeah, will exactly. Crickets. Crickets, 100% on that. What, what noise do you hear the most in Big 12 country, literally outside, <laughs> with lightning bugs? It is this. <laughs> That's the noise you hear! Number four. What's the chance Taysom Hill plays seven-plus games this season? Oh, I see what you did there. I hate, answer, I, I hate answering this question. I don't want to predict that someone's going to get hurt or not. I, for the first time ever in this game, I'm going to pass. I don't want to answer this. You can't pass. Not available. That's against N the rules. A. Boo. I don't want to. I don't want Taysom Boo. Hill to be here. What's the chance? I don't. I'll just throw a number out here so you don't file some formal complaint against me. Uh, you can't pass. Are you kidding me? Taysom Hill can pass. <laughs> he's not. He's not just a runner, Spencer. What do you think? I don't, I don't feel intimidated. He doesn't. What's the chance Taysom Hill plays seven, seven plus, plus games, games this season? And we said seven because of the jersey number, I think. Oh, you know what? Let's, let's, let's bookend it, man. Let's let's just go extremes. 100% again. Taysom Hill, this is his year, man. He's due. He yes, is due. I, I in want what, that. In whatever role he is, he might not even be the starting quarterback, but will he play in seven games? 100%. If he's healthy, he's the starter, man. Lock it up. I agree. Okay, I got to an answer. I'll just go down the middle. 50%. 50%. I, I hope it's more. That's 77.777. There you go. <laughs> 0. 0.667. Up next, more of your very thoughtful tweets regarding care packages to OU President David Boren. Oh, so thoughtful. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live from Studio B. Remember, if you miss an episode of the show live, Watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Tonight, baseball game two of the series against San Francisco, 6 Eastern time on BYU Radio. Last night, BYU was up 5-4 in the ninth, unfortunately lost uh, 6-5 to San Francisco. So game two, important one for the Cougars. Four is the magic number uh, to make the WCC tournament. Maybe it could be two or three, depending on how things shake out with the other teams. Our senior coordinating producer, Michael Miner, has chimed in on sesquipedalian. It mm, means using yeah. unnecessarily long words, like accoutrement. Like accoutrement from Chad Lewis. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Stuart Scott, the late, great ESPN sportscaster, once accused Steve Young, BYU great, of being sesquipedalian. Yeah, uh, the late, great as well, Todd Christensen, uh, was 
a guy that did that as well. (laughs) What would you include in your unofficial BYU to the Big 12 care package to David Bourne? Would there be an accoutrement of goodies? Let's get some of your tweets. It's Twitter time. At P underscore Notorious. Angry love notes or something. Hashtag Operation Inclusion. I'm not so sure anger is the answer here. Yeah, let, yeah. No, let us uh, see the good in the world it's here. It's a care package. <laughs> it's a care package. Care package. What is cookies to the Michigan yes. Training Center? At Googs53, an invitation to BYU Sports Nation to get some karma. I'm sure he could use it in some way. Hey, that's that's one Open way. Open door, it. David Boren. Let's put it out there right now. <laughs> JS, well, there's we, security at the front. We are yeah. inviting you to come join us on BYU come hang Sports out, man. Nation we anytime can, you would we like. Can watch man. the 94 and 09 games. It'll be great. <laughs> at JSJ35, chocolate covered cinnamon bears. That is a staple from the BYU store. Absolutely. The official outfit of BYU fans everywhere. At Brute DR, a letter saying, you need to expand. We need a conference. We've proven we can be competitive. Texas in parentheses. Call us when you're ready. This is a this is a tweet or text message. That's short. At J Scholes 85, Mo Longy breaking out of one very large cake. <laughs> <laughs> that he had half eaten. Six seven four twenty, <laughs> eating his way out of the cake. Surprise! <laughs> Cougar Whip Round up next. Molongi, surprise! BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Face Mill announced he is changing his number to seven this year in honor of his brother Dexter, who passed away earlier this spring. Lucky seven. Baseball. The Cougars fell to San Francisco in the ninth inning. Rough loss, six to five. Game two of the series tonight at six Eastern on BYU Radio. Riley Gates, the starting pitcher. Softball. Brigham plays at San Diego tonight, nine Eastern on the W.TV. BYU needs two wins to lock up the regular season title and an NCAA berth. Tournament berth selects shows Sunday night, ten Eastern on ESPN. You can book that trip. Basketball. The West Coast Conference announcing a three-year extension with the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. The arena will also install a new center-hung high-definition video board, hallelujah, and LED lighting. Track and fill. And couches for us. BYU continues competition today here in Provo at the Last Chance Meet, which is really funny. I, I heard the Jacuzzi Athletic Club for Boys was involved. That's no joke. They had someone there. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Soccer. <laughs> the Real Salt Lake women's team signed five BYU players for the 2016 season, including Elena Medeiros, Maddie Lyons, Stephanie Ringwood, Busy Phillips, and Michelle Murphy Vasconcelos. Also, BYU signee Lizzie Braby is one of 26 players invited to the under 19 national team training camp, which begins tomorrow. My understanding is that the Real Salt Lake women's uh, team is in a league that's kind of the second best league in the U.S. So that's cool during the Like summer. women's PDL almost? Women's PDL is the fourth best league. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, men's team, by the way, lost one to nothing to the Orange County Blues in the PDL. Last night, the Cougars play at Golden State at 10 Eastern. Warriors? Wait, Steph Curry? I'm Cougars confused. in the minors. Jacob Bregman had a home run and two RBIs for the Midland Rockhounds. That's a double A team. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Who gets our Rise and the, Shout today? The Jacuzzi Athletic Club for Boys <laughs> who sent a representative to the, no, this isn't for singles, 
but it's a track and field event called the Last Chance Meet at BYU. How about the sesquipedalian Chad Lewis or Steve Young? Yeah, as well. Them too. For using Todd really smart big words, and Todd yeah. Christensen as well. Yeah. Our Twitter question today: What would you include in your unofficial BYU to the Big Twelve care package to Oklahoma President David Bohr? And let's get to some more of your tweets. You got tweets. At Jason Wallace 23, autographed picture of Spencer and Jerem. We want to That's not gonna help, help anybody. Them. That's not going to help anybody. Help them be like, who are these clowns? To what invite do they do? BYU. Yeah. 19, he did Wearing say this. Kevin Federick jerseys. 1980 holiday bowl game. Okay. Most importantly, Ben Patch hair products. Yes. This is important. I think that everyone in the Big 12 could benefit from Big 12. Ben Patch hair product. At Moco BYU Blue. What's up, Mike O'Connor? The keys to the BYU TV production truck along with the use of BYU facilities to broadcast the Big 12 Network. Now, Matt Brown of SB Nation just produced an article where he did an interview with our boss, Michael Miner, the senior coordinating producer, about how BYU TV would not be a deterrent in getting to the Big 12. In fact, it would be uh, an, an asset. asset. So check that article out. We'll tweet that out. At SA underscore BYU fan, an offer to rename the Switzer Water Treatment Plant in Midvale, Utah, to any Texas supporter of his choosing. Is it still named that? Like, I would doubt that, right? The Barry Switzer Water Treatment like, Sewage. It's a sewage treatment yeah, like plant. Like, bitter much? 30-something years later? Can we rename that thing? Hey, he put in a plug for BYU this week, so that's got to be worth something, right? Now they change it? Who's, who's Arch Eminem? Enemy number one. That's Man, who you put Public in. enemy number one. <laughs> yeah. At TX Colonel. It'd probably be uh, Coach. No, I'm not going to go there. Nope. At TX Colonel. <laughs> a graph of stadium attendance with BYU versus without BYU. It's always higher. Hashtag every game is a home game for BYU fans. Kind of. At Nebraska, it wasn't really a home game. But no, yeah, that's I, true. I, I get it. I get it. People will show up. Yeah. BYU fans are everywhere. Oh, yeah, no question. At JJ underscore Crow 3. Standard Mormon care package. New tie, heartfelt letters, and candy. Let the spirit heartfelt. confirm to his heart the truth of all things. Getting pretty religious there. At Twiggy or Stone with our elite tweet of the day. A framed copy of The Hill Hurdle over Texas. Inscription, we have experience in overcoming Texas roadblocks. Oh, they, yes. they need to be an asset with yes. us. Thanks to David Nixon. And everyone on our crew, the conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUS. Mo Longy jumping out of a cake is, that is another elite tweet. That is one of the best ever. The audio podcast on <laughs> iTunes. Download it on the TuneIn app as well. Or BYUSN.com. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to who, Jerem? Chad Nakapoy. There you go. We're back to work on Monday. Baseball, get her done.